Welcome to the MX Vice post-race podcast presented by Fly Racing. Fly Racing has redefined expectations in safety and performance with the Formula Helmet. Tested on the most advanced equipment in the world, the Formula Helmet's overall performance is best in class in both high-velocity crashes as well as rotational and low-speed impacts. Featuring Rion technology, conehead EPS and a 12k carbon shell, the Formula's advanced impact system introduced a new approach to both protection and weight reduction. Weighing only 1290 grams, we believe the formula to be the perfect combination of industry-leading innovation and ultra-lightweight design. Simply put, the formula helmet has changed the game. Okay, uh, Jeremy Sewer, uh, MXGP of Sweden. First of all, this is what happens when you are pushed to your limit on a Friday. When you are pushed to your limit and shown what competition really is on a Friday, you then it makes the GP easier for you because that's much easier than what you did on Friday. So you're welcome. And I guess I take uh, 50% of your bonus, or? 50. Uh, I think that's fair. I was going to say 60, but. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what are we going to do in Finland on Friday? Because I don't know. Well, it worked. Well, Lommel, we played golf and you won the qualifying race. Yeah. This, we did go karting, you won the GP. Yeah. It works. It works. But what do we do next? I mean, yeah, I agree. I'm not, I don't agree on 50%, but. You I said I agree, the lawyers heard. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, you. I have to say, in golf you sucked, right? We can tell that. But in go karting, you are actually pretty good. Right? I'm not gonna lie, I am quite good. Like <laughs> I fully, but I'm not even gonna. <laughs> like you had a trainer. You no, tra I'm. I'm quite good at like. I'm very competitive, yeah. so I'm willing to push myself to the limits. Yeah, okay. Like I saw you ahead of me, and I saw myself inching forward, forward, and that was all I needed. <laughs> at that point, I was going. <laughs> Yeah, you you got it. I mean, you. What else? I'm speechless. I, I was can't. well. This could have worked like this and pushed you forward, but then I was also worried it was going to work the other way and destroy you mentally. I was stronger than ever after my big loss on Friday. You know. Yeah, you know, you can't win everything, and you were up against. This was like you going up against Caroli or something. It's hard work. Yeah. Yeah, but but. Uh, um, I don't know. I wasn't that far off. I mean, we don't tell the the, the full story. Yeah? I mean, I will. You can tell. No, you can tell the full story, and the people can decide. You won. We no, you tell the full story. So point. You won. End of the story. I set. Uh, <laughs> I set. Okay. I, I won. Apparently. Yeah, you won. It's ruined now, anyway. I had a one zero seven zero, and you had a one zero six four. You yeah. won. Six tenths. Not yeah, even close. Five and a half, six tenths. No, <laughs> yes. that's, how, that's how upset you are. You're willing, you want to take but off for half. Stop the story. I will keep it like this. It's okay. one one. It's one one. Okay. Um, the GP thing today that you won, yeah. that was also quite good. <laughs> yeah. That, that side race there. Yeah. yeah. Well, you've won a few now, so like, who cares? <laughs> no, um, that was also quite good. Uh, really, you should have gone 1-1. You were faster than Maxime in the first race. I could see you getting frustrated uh, behind him. I was watching your sector times trying to figure out where it was going wrong. And it was weird because sector four for the first half of the race was your best and where you were gaining. And then randomly, sector three was where you were gaining and then you would lose it in sector four. And it, I was even watching you to try and see what you were doing differently and I couldn't figure it out. So that was frustrating. But still, GP win. Yes, a 1-1 one, one would have been possible today, um, but it's just a track to pass is nearly, it's not impossible, but it's so hard. And I made a few attempts to do, I, you know, I sometimes just let myself, uh, you know, recover a bit or just let him, give him a little gap not to be in the roost the full time. But I couldn't breathe too much because they were behind me as well pushing. But then I tried again, like a couple times, I used different lines all around the track, inside, outside, outside, inside, middle, 
crossing anything and I just couldn't find a way around him really he didn't make a mistake he did have two three small ones but just not enough to pass him I was next to him a couple of times but yeah couldn't get that win but um, made it happen in a second moto that's what counts you know do you think um, if he wasn't your teammate do you think it would have been possible to make the pass with something a bit dirty not really. I mean, I, I wouldn't mind. I pass everybody the same. I don't say he's my teammate. I need to be, I need to treat him nice. I mean, we have figured out that you don't really care about that stuff. No, I mean, I'm, I respect everybody on the track in a, the same level. I mean, we all race for ourselves. Yeah. Okay, I'm not going to put somebody in big danger on purpose. But of course, if I can make an, an aggressive pass, I will make an aggressive pass. Because that's what he would do to yeah. me also, you know. So that's racing. But... I don't think so. There, there is no opportunity on this track to really give somebody a big elbow or something. But yeah, anyways, I mean, I went 2-1, which gave me the overall also. But I'm still, you know, trying to make that 1-1. But I mean, it will come one day. This was nice. Um, this was nice redemption because in 2017, didn't Covington pass you in the last corner? No joke. I lined up to that second moto. I had that in my mind. In my mind too. I was like. I won the GP that year, yeah. but I went 2-2 for winning the GP. I think 2-2 or 1-2, 2-2, I think. I think you went, did you not go 3-2? Not 2-2, I think 2-2, and I could have went 2-1. And I was, the whole second moto, in my mind, I was like, this one is mine. Nobody's going to pass me the last call. Well, I thought you might do that to Maxime. I thought in the first moto, you might have been thinking. Maybe, but I mean, the way how Thomas uh, passed me that day, it was incredible because it was that last um, breaking jump before the finish. So for some reason that year, he was able to send it nearly to the corner. And that's how he got me. That wasn't possible today at all because they changed the track. They made it more narrow, more one line. So, yeah, anyway, I couldn't, I couldn't send it there, you know. This shows that these GP wins are becoming... This shows that you're doing GP wins more and more because after France, it was like, we just went straight in with, how happy are you? But now we're looking at how it can be better. That shows that you aren't a man at the moment and we are climbing the ladder to greatness. Yeah, we do, we do. I mean, this is the third one in quite a short period. I mean, even Loma, like, could have been close to that situation some sometimes some days racing goes your way sometimes not that's just how it is in motocross but anyways i mean yeah we are climbing we are improving uh, I, I think i get better and better and 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 more confident more consistent uh, more safe in my riding no mistakes yeah. you know uh, just very strong in average i mean today it was honestly physically not tough at all comparing to Lommel or something now I'm fit I think I could do another GP tomorrow you're about to go go karting yeah yeah I am I am we're gonna go for some recovery go karting that's the first time uh, happening because I'm so in your head that you're gonna go and practice yeah I need to practice I need to practice definitely Um, but yeah it's today the toughest thing today was lining up at the start knowing the start is everything If you are fifth at the start, there is no no way you're going to win. You can be the fastest on the track, but to pass four of the best in the world, which would probably be, I don't know, Tim, Glenn, whoever starts in front of you, to pass them, no, ch- nearly no yeah. chance on this track. So to this was the toughest about today, mentally, to line up at the gate and know, hey, I need this start to win. And I mean, I, I see the practice track from here where my camper is stood and all my 
all the other guys, I mean, Romev, whoever, Maxim, Glenn, I saw them doing starts all weekend. Everybody was at the test track doing starts, doing starts, doing starts, just because all they, yeah. they knew to start is where the race is decided, race is decided like 70% uh, this weekend. You had to be um, a bit brave as well, because obviously the inside gate was the safest option, but really it didn't work. Where you went, you went there once, I can't remember what race it was, but like five gates in from the inside was Primo. But also, obviously, a bit of a risk because the inside's a safe option. I mean, yesterday I had pole after time practice. I mean, that was when you went five gates in. And I went gate nine, yeah, which okay. is gate six from where they, they block three, okay. plus six, yes. nine. I went okay. gate nine. And everybody lined up inside and I was because I was like, come on, guys, okay, let you go, you go there. And I won the whole show, bam. I watched all the other models and the inside gates were a bit more safe if you like mess up your yeah. start you could just be p5 anyways but if you really want to be in front you you that wasn't the choice yeah. to do so with p6 in quali i knew that's actually the perfect spot i want to be for the gate pick um prado and rome they left two open so today i was one more inside yeah. i was on gate eight two times which was perfect i mean first model i actually messed it up a bit my start with my clutch but still p2 second model clean hole shot almost one bike and yeah that 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 made racing a lot easier today as i said i've been meaning to ask you this all year and every week i forget every year you do your whole um i'm not looking at the championship i don't know where i am thing is it the same this year i mean it's not that i do this specially but like do you know I mean, yeah i know more or less i mean i don't know on the point exactly i know tim is 100 plus clear or something i mean if it's one on i don't even do you know where you are yeah, I'm second. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I'm second. Do you know who you're battling with? Yeah, Jorge, Maxim. Not Jorge, your friend Jorge. My, yes, exactly. <laughs> That's how you got to no, say No, I mean, I know more or less yeah. the championship, but I'm just not, like, I'm not going to check the championship today. Ah, okay, this many points, I'm there. Ah, okay, good, because it's just a waste of energy, you know. Like, uh, the problem is, even if you don't want to, you're going to line up at the race having this in your head somehow, and that's, that's what I want to avoid. So I'm not like, uh, it's not like um, that I believe, oh, I never watched a championship, but I just don't want to waste my energy for this stuff, which in the end doesn't matter. Yeah, I want to go race, take every race as a race, if it's the first one or the seventh or the last one. And that's why I just put this as a second priority, you know. Um, last thing, because you do have to go go-karting. Um, free race, well, that makes it more fun. Rain, uh, intermediate. That also means you can't beat my time, no, so I that's can't. good. I can't. Um, Three races to go, plus for nations. Obviously, like I said after Lommel, you are the man at the moment. If you add up the points from France on, I'm almost certain you are ahead of Geyser, ahead of everyone. Um, so it'd be great to keep that rolling, keep doing that through the last three rounds. Go to the nations, maybe win your class, that would be cool. But most importantly, that would give you momentum going into the off-season. You can go on holiday and be calm, knowing that you're in a good spot already. Start testing for next year, knowing that you're already in a good spot. And it just helps, uh, helps the wheel keep turning. Yes, um, 100%. To finish seasons like this is always helping and uh, gives you a good feeling preparing for the year after. I mean, it's just, yeah, good. Everything is going well. Like you said, I think from France on, I collected the most points. This is the things I need to, you know, think about uh, for the next seasons. And I mean, even before, I mean, I exactly know why things went wrong. It's not that, that I'm like, uh, why didn't I perform before? Wasn't I fit? Was, I know exactly what happened and I know the problem and that's, that's just racing, it happened. If that maybe wouldn't have been, I could, you know, go through the season 
completely different and maybe now battle with team within 20 points for the title whatever but that's not the case but okay I'm not gonna be that happy like yeah wow but uh, I'm also not gonna be sad because I mean it's still one of my best seasons ever 3GP wins now and in top shape I'm like we said still improving so I'm super happy all positive and for next year it's gonna be interesting I mean some new things coming and this is gonna be we see but uh, yeah I'm definitely yeah, on a good uh, on a good place at the moment. Except for go karting. Yeah, I need I go practice now, right? When you stop this button, I will be on the track. Okay, Valentin Guio, uh, MXGP of Sweden. Very good day for you today. You're very fast, which is nothing new because you were fast at Locket. You were fast in Spain. You've been fast all year. You're good. Let's we'll come in hot. I think that maybe you're as good as you were when you were on a Kimia bike in MXGP. Maybe better, but I think you're as good as that. Uh, thoughts? Um, <clears throat> now physically I'm still not uh, 100% but mentally I'm way much better than in the uh, in the past few years um, still some some job uh, to, to improve but today was let's say um, a good day uh, could be better even in the first race because I was six and in the last lap uh, Fevre passed me so I did everything to pass him back and um, and then I w came way too fast in the corner and I go out of the track and then yeah i lost three plays so i was quite sad about that because the race was good and um yeah uh second race uh, and first race i took the whole shot so that was uh, great uh for my sponsor my team and everything and um and then second race unfortunately i was i think seven eight something like this and uh jonas took me out he crashed also and then uh yeah i was pushing a lot uh, hard to come back and um then I make a mistake front of the pit lane, I crash again and then I push again really hard to come back and finish 12. 10 overall, so that's that's the yeah, the target, so I'm quite quite happy with that. But uh, yeah, without all those mistakes was possible to make it better, but um, let's do it in uh, in Turkey. You were very, uh, very comfortable in the top five in the first race. Obviously factory riders all around you, riders who are doing the full series. Uh, you didn't look out of place, you didn't look scared, you didn't look nervous. I don't think I've ever seen that from you before. I don't think I've ever seen you look that calm, that relaxed, but I guess that goes back to the mentality that you mentioned earlier. Yeah, you know, um, yeah, it's been five years that I didn't make any result. I had a lot of injury and stuff like this. and. Um, and yeah, now uh, from beginning of uh, January, I'm working with uh, Yves de Maria and um, it's with him. I was feeling great in the past and making my best result. And uh, it's why I contact him again. And um, and yeah, uh, we do a good job. Mentally, I improve a lot. Physically, I start to get better and better every week. And um, yeah, I was feeling good, you know. I was really happy to be with uh, my private bike in middle of, uh, of team who invest a lot of million and me I have maybe 50,000 of budget I pay uh, my mechanic I pay all my travel to come uh, race there and uh, I'm up to fight with those guys so that's uh, that's something great yeah that's an important point like you're on a team you have uh, support from Hossettler IXS but really you are a privateer as well because you pay to come to the GPs yourself you do this off your own back so why people may look at you and go oh look he's on a team he's got support really you're doing this yeah by yourself yeah, exactly. I'm really proud. I'm very thankful to to Ostetler, Yamaha, and uh, EXS because they give me a lot of uh, budget. 
but uh, the rest it's all my private sponsor who who finance to to come here um, yeah, also i want to thanks my mom and my dad because they give me money to come uh, <laughs> to race here and I'm soon 30 years old so I'm a bit over with that it's why I'm working really hard to to have again uh, one good team to race MXGP next year. Yeah you want to do every single GP you want to be a full-time MXGP rider again uh, have you had interest from teams have people spoken to you has there been any of that? I hope with what I show today uh, team will uh, will see and understand that I'm working really hard and uh, that for sure I need time after five years without result that you to rebuild uh, myself, it takes time, but uh, I think I show I show some good uh, stuff today, uh, and uh, yeah, I want to do even better in Turkey, and I hope that uh, team. I mean, me, I do my best, and the team will uh, take them decision. You know, it's me. I can only give my best on the bike. You're more than happy to come back to full GPS, including Lommel, the sand races. You're fine with that? Yeah, but you know. Every everybody thinks that I don't like sand, but it's completely wrong, you know. I really like to ride in sand. The problem is that every time it was a um, GP in the sand, uh, I was mentally struggling. And then when mentally you are struggling, physically you are uh, done after one and a half lap. Uh, but I really enjoy to ride in sand. It's like very technical when you feel good and you can play with the bumps and uh, the wave. It's it's awesome to ride in sand. So, no, I'm not scared to ride in uh, in Lommel next year. So no problem with that. This is good. See, we're answering the questions that the teams <laughs> want to know. Um, last thing, Turkey is going to be your only GP now this year. That's a very good track for you. It's going to be perfect conditions for you. I think we need to go for top five overall. I think we've proven now that you're a top ten guy. Spain, you were top 10. Lucky, you were top 10. Here, you were top 10 before the second moto. Let's go for top five, top six. And then I think you'll really rock the world. Um, yeah, you know, I, I believe in you. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for that. I, I believe in myself uh, too. But yeah, I, I don't really focus on, 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 on one result. You know, I just go there to, to make my best and to, to show what I'm capable of on the bike you know and then we will see but if i can make two good starts uh without mistake um consistently making every lap i think uh, at the end of the weekend it can be great uh, result uh, brian bogers uh mxgp of sweden bit of a difficult day but you didn't have great starts and passing was very hard on this track you kind of started where you finished both times well actually no first moto you stalled it so that sucks but still Bad start. She kind of struggled to make uh, make uh, progress, and yeah, so so day. Yeah, well, first feeling uh, feels like I went from hero to zero. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I struggled today. Also yesterday, I struggled. So, yeah, what you said, bad starts. Uh, we know I'm a bad starter. <laughs> well, no, not normal for some reason. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, no, I struggled. Also, what you said, first moto, I stole the bike. I was finally working my way up a little bit to the front and then I stole it, lost some positions. Uh, I got some positions back, uh, but yeah, anyway, uh, 15 and 8, yeah, we are not uh, happy with these kind of results. But uh, anyway, for the championship, we didn't do really bad because uh, we are a little bit with Calvin, uh, Fernandez and uh, me then, it's quite close. But anyway, it's uh, three more races. And uh, looking forward to, to Finland, they, they said it's going to be sent. I think I was there before with... Uh, you must have been, mustn't you? Uh, if it, if 2014. If it's the same track, then I even won there, so... <laughs> oh, okay. We, okay, we'll start talking about that being like Lommel now. 
Yeah, so uh, a little bit sandy, maybe a little bit more on my thing. I mean, this track, I also won the European Championship. So, yeah, I, I was also looking forward to this track, but yeah, it, it didn't work out really. It was, uh, yeah, from start to finish, everybody was a little bit on the same pace, uh, yeah, riding in line. and So it was difficult to make, make like, uh, change yeah like make some time on the other riders you know even on the end because i think the track wasn't uh, physical so really hard really hard so normally i'm i'm quite strong on the end of the race but anyway still uh, i couldn't make uh, a lot of time then and so yeah just difficult day finishing a uh, finishing sixth instead of seventh in a championship i feel like is a good like that would be good like uh, saying that you finish sixth instead of seventh sounds quite good. Like sometimes it doesn't matter one position, but that that sounds like a big deal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's actually quite strange because six or seven. Yeah. It's just yeah. I was struggling to explain it, but if you yeah, came up yeah, to me and yeah. said I finished sixth, I'd be like, wow, good job. And if you said yeah, I finished exactly. seventh, I'd be like, oh. Yeah, because <laughs> I I, th I think it's because like six ah that's almost top five yeah. in the championship, and seventh that's ah it's that's almost tenth. <laughs> yeah, it's inside the top ten, you know. So. Yeah, for sure. I will. I will fight till till the last round for the, for this uh, sixth position in the championship. And uh, yeah, we we try to do our best every single weekend. So uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to to the last couple of races. I like those tracks. So why not? It's crazy. I was thinking this all through Lommel, the last two weeks. If you'd said to you in 2019, your last year on HRC, the A you would be winning GPs on a 450. B, you would be battling for sixth in the championship. And let's be honest, I've done the maths uh, with your shoulder, with your sicknesses. You would be fourth, fifth-ish. Like, I want to say you'd be in the, you'd be looking maybe at a top three. Maybe? It sounds crazy, but you'd be in that mix. If I told you all of this in your last year on HRC, um, I think you might have punched me in the face. <laughs> Well, I think everybody would. <laughs> I think nobody I would, would be. be I would be in a hospital right now with people saying I'm crazy. <laughs> yes, they put you in like the crazy house. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's it's exactly what you said. You know, I I, I had just uh, like a really big struggle back then, and to fight my way up here again, it's it, yeah, it's actually an amazing feeling, you know. And and we knew also, you know, because I crashed in in 2018. And you know my foot was was really really bad, but uh, still I was I was in my mind I was shit I'm not done yet you know. Also after after 2019 uh, everybody was forgotten Brian Bogus, but still I, I had the feeling I can do better and and I just yeah worked my ass off and and finally it pays off you know and and what you said about the championship I think yeah if I count a little bit like the average points uh, I lost about uh, 130 points you know and that's yeah what you're saying I'm like in fourth fifth and uh, yeah would be <laughs> a lot better than now and but yeah anyway it, it, it it's going like that you know it's not uh, it's almost not possible to be there every single race if you are there every single race you know you're fighting for the championship so but that's a thing for for next season last thing I, I don't know how I feel about you not being on the Dutch team for the Nations. Like, okay, I admit that it was a very hard choice because choosing between you and Calvin is difficult. You both won a GP. You both had a similar number of podiums. I don't even know what I would have done. I probably would have just cancelled the whole thing and said we're not sending a team. <laughs> but, um, yeah, was that a hard one to take or are you okay with it? I mean, it's Red Bud, so that makes, like, you maybe want to go a little bit more than normal. 
Well, yeah, of course, if they if, if they have chosen me, then uh, I would try my very best for, for, for the Dutch flag, you know, of course. But uh, yeah, they didn't. Uh, I respect the choice and hopefully, anyway, they, they will do good, you know, even without me. So. Okay, uh, Paul Jonas, uh, MXGP of um, Sweden. I almost said Locket for some reason. <laughs> long day, long day. <laughs> um, right, so you put an Instagram post out last night basically saying that you didn't do very well, you didn't ride very well. Blah, blah, blah. I almost commented on it to say I felt like you were riding quite good before you crashed. Like the first lap, the intensity was good, but that was qualifying, so we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> today, <laughs> point being, today I also thought, felt like you rode quite well. Uh, didn't get great starts. Sekimoto, I hear you cleaned out Guio very bad. He wasn't too stoked when I just spoke to him, yeah, but we'll talk about that. Talk um, but yeah, speed was okay, bad starts, bad luck but still it was okay? <laughs> yeah, compared to yesterday, it was a really good day, you know, because, oh, yesterday, you know, like, okay, the start was quite decent, and I think I was, like, fourth fourth or fifth, made a small mistake there on the top, actually, like, Jeremy uh, put me, like, let's say, in the wall there, so, uh, yeah, I dropped back a little bit, and passed Glenn, and then had a crash, then another crash, and, you know, like, I always like this track, I enjoy racing here, you know, like I'm quite good with the sliding and stuff, but this year was just terrible, you know, like, yeah, I don't want to go too much in the details, but it was a big struggle, you know, like yesterday, after those crashes, because they came just from nowhere, you know, like, just go the front wheel is in a rut, you know, like everything's good, you should go in a throttle, and then just, bum, you're on the ground, and then two crashes the same, it's like, yeah, I didn't know what's going on, I was not far from pulling off, because, you know, in the evening, I, I, I said, I said to my wife, I said, I think I'm done with motocross, you know, like... You should have called me, I would have talked, she was, talked some oh, sense into you. Like, come on, like, it's been so, so rough this year, like, with all the struggles and everything, and now also, you know, like, I, I know that I can ride a bike, but it's just getting so frustrating, you know, like, for one lap, yeah, it's okay, but for tomorrow, when you need to be more loose and more relaxed, you know, I just, I just struggle, you know, and, uh, yeah, it's been it's been tough, and yesterday was a really tough day. And now I'm just let's say counting the days till the end of the season when I can just go on holiday and don't think about anything. Okay, today was better, you know. Like the first moto actually got a quite good start. Uh, both motos actually quite got quite good starts from where I was starting, like 22. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, then second moto, first lap uh, crash with Guyot. Actually, the first there was some some action, you know, before the FC Moro jump, so I I hit I think Renault's bike quite hard with oh, my. You throat. were in that. Yeah, yeah, like I hit his bike quite or him I don't know before he crashed even like my uh, my toe is blue yeah. and everything so. Not another one. Yeah, 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 so then after like I was feeling actually quite good and then two corners later I tried to pass Guillaume and actually I was in front of him and then like the lines came together and then he was from the outside and I was I was in front. So okay, I need to see a video. Someone get me a video. Yeah, like I also want to see the video, but as I felt that I was in front, you know, because he he cleaned me out from the outside. Let's say like that, you know, not like me from the inside. Okay, I was aggressive. You need to be aggressive to make passes here, but I was in front. So uh, yeah, I was. Uh, it was a quite a, like if you would look from the side, it was quite a, quite a big one, you know, like quite aggressive block pass. <laughs> you say um you say about the struggles this year. And I will admit that during the second moto, I did start thinking like, I wonder if he's just a really unlucky person. So do you feel like you are generally an unlucky person? Like, do you feel like most times things don't go your way? Like, yeah. 
I don't feel like it was like this in MX2, but lately it does feel like <laughs> things are against you a little bit. Yeah, like it's it, it feels like I'm always in the wrong wrong place in the wrong time and crashing and stuff, you know, like uh, I'm I'm depressed, you know, let's be honest, like it's been tough like also now during the week. Now, like you know, after locket with the arm with the cut, like I I wasn't riding for for 2 weeks, and you know, like usually you are so excited to go riding, so I was like, yeah, two weeks, you know, let's go riding. And then I went in the track, and after 10 minutes, I pulled off, and I said to my mechanic, yeah, I, maybe let's go home, you know, because... Was that I because you didn't like the feeling of your bike? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, no, it's just like, yeah, I haven't enjoyed riding at all this year. And it's been tough, you know, like, because normally that's the most fun part of, of, of our job, to go riding and have fun on the bike, but... It's been it's been tough, you know, because I much rather prefer now to go for five six hours cycling, intensive training or whatever, than to go go for a bike ride, for riding with the bike. So, uh, yeah, it's just I need to change something. Or okay, we still have three four races. Yeah, three. Okay, are so. you doing the nations? Yeah, yeah. They call they call like this week. Uh, they said from federation they found a budget for a team to go. But uh, after after this weekend, I'm doubting if I want to go. Okay, we need to get you. We we need to get you a holiday stat. I don't know. <laughs> Finland. I don't know if Finland has a beach or. Do you want to go go karting? We can go go karting. <laughs> no, because like, I just want to get done with the season as soon as possible. You know, and now in the nations is three weeks after the last nice. GP. It, it's okay. You know, like like I said, if I'm having fun and enjoying it. It's okay, you know. Let's let's go racing, you know. Let's let's have fun, some fun during those three weeks, you know. Because I remember was that year when he, when it was motocross nations yeah. in Aston. Also, was like two three weeks after, or I think it was two, and then you know it was fun because like the US guys came over and yeah. we enjoyed because then you don't put so much pressure on yourself like during those two weeks because it's nations is yeah. a bit different than the world championship and it's more let's say fun event. So actually now like. Last week when they said we are going, I was like, yeah, I get excited, you know. I'm uh, looking, you know, how we're going to paint my helmet and stuff, you know, the gear. But now after this weekend, I'm starting to doubt myself if I really want to do it, you know. For sure, it's the, the best race of the year. It's a really nice atmosphere and everything. But uh, with how everything has been going this year, I just want to end the season as soon as possible. Or you just need a good result. Something You need a qualifying race where you get a top three start, there's no drama, and then you finish third, second, maybe first, and then you're like, oh, nice, this is, this is fun, I remember now. Yeah, but... I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm struggling yeah, to convince yeah, yeah. you. Yeah, you're, you're struggling to convince me, but you're, you're doing a good job trying to do that. But yeah, of course, you know, the good results help and everything, because, you know, I think... The, the the seventh place in the first moto, I think I never been so happy with seventh place. I was like, yeah, it was a it was a good moto finishing seventh. It's like, yeah, what's going on with me? You know, that's that that's not normal. You know, because I know, you know, like the speed is there. Like you said in the time practice and everything. I think I've showed that I have speed and stuff. But uh, but to put everything together for the whole moto is it, 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 it has been a struggle. It's been tough, and you know, we have tried many different things, but nothing really helps in the end. And uh, just need to push reset button, but you know, during the season and now we have three races in a row, it's quite tough. So uh, let's get through those three races. We'll see what, what's happened with the nations and then start from zero again. Last thing, and I want you to be honest, right? Proper honest. I think, I believe you can win GPs. I believe you can battle for the championship, top three in the championship. I think you're, I think you're that good. You're in that group. I've seen enough this year. 
I wouldn't say this to every rider. I've seen enough this year where I believe you can do that. I believe you can win any GP. I believe you can battle in the top three in the championship. I think that the best is to come for you. You still believe that, right? Yeah, for sure. 100%. In the right situation. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Like, like I told you, like, that's why I want to get done with the season, you know, like with everything. Okay, of course, I will do my best. I will give maximum this year. But uh, for me, the goal is to, uh, yeah, I think the next year, next, I think the best years for me is still yet to come, you know, and uh, I'm really, really looking forward for the next year already. And uh, I think it's going to be a great season. Uh, Calvin Vlanderin, uh, MXGP of Sweden. Right, you look at the overall results, which people are going to do, not so good. But this, this is like, you have turned a corner. Like um, Lockett good, Lommel good, this was good. Uh, three different types of tracks. We're not just in the sand now. This is, this is something. Like I'm actually excited to see where you go next because, yeah, like I say, this is something. Yeah, it's, it's solid. Um, I think um, it was, like you said, not the best day result, with results. I had a terrible start first motor and then I was coming through the pack and then I put it down, just a small tip over. And I got back up and then the bike didn't want to start. So I had to take a DNF, which is uh, terrible to do. But anyway, I was fired up for second motor and came out swinging, got a good start and then hustled back, like got past the, the first lap by quite a few people and then uh, found my flow there in sixth. And then Prado got me with a couple of laps to go. Um, but I feel good on the hard pack, to be honest. I, I don't really want to be known as the Sandman. Um, I wanted, I want to get a podium on hard pack also. And good results. I mean, yesterday P3 in qualifying race was good. This is uh, where I belong. And um, yeah, it's, it's just nice, nice, nice to um, battle up front and um, feel, feel like I'm, I belong. Do you notice a difference? Um Oh, fucking. Uh, do you notice a difference now when you're sat on a uh, start line? Like, for instance, Moto One today. Like, I looked along the start, I saw you, and I thought, fuck, like, he can win today. Like, are you sat there now every weekend, no matter the conditions, no matter the track, and thinking, like, this this can be it for me? Like, I can do anything? Uh, sure, sure. Um, I was quite stressed today before the first Moto. This, um, I don't know, like, even though every weekend we're racing and things like that, but it's still, you still get the nerves yeah. and the stress, and every single race is different. and things can happen and the older you get you think about the things that can happen and you know so yeah I mean um, I definitely feel like I do belong up there and I do believe that I can win um, the start is a big thing definitely today like it was kind of a train out there you couldn't really pass so much um, but yeah I, I definitely believe that I can I can win each weekend speaking of it being a train out there um, obviously you've had success at this track it was good for you this weekend do you think that this is still a GP track I know in the past they've had like pressure from in front to improve things and make it a little bit better. Uh, I don't know. After this weekend, I'm kind of on the fence a little bit. I still think it's a it's a GP track. It's a very nice track. I love it here. Um, I felt like yesterday that it was a little bit more dry in the beginning of the day, which created more lines. Um, people were kind of moving left and right, and today they put a lot of water on the track and then kind of formed like one or two lines only. And and this. I think kind of fucked it up because it wasn't like yesterday where you could move around the track and make passes. Um, so that was, yeah, that's my opinion on why it was a little bit one line today. But I, th I think that also the, the top 10 in MXGP, the times are so close. And today that like, wasn't really much, much things you can do to like gain time or it was the times are really close. So you couldn't really, uh, you know, make a difference. Have um, everyone loved the Lomo interview where we went deep on bike setup? Have you got anything for us this weekend? Anything you did? Anything you tried? Anything you learned? Give us something. Anything. Yeah. I actually got uh, got some info this week. We went uh, with a new fork. Um, I was training in uh, Ladyside, which is a hard pack track in Holland. Complete new spec. The 
suspension guru made for me and uh, it felt really comfortable, really nice, almost too comfortable. Um, so I, I kind of like, I needed to do my motos, but they came out with a the, with the new spec to try. So I was kind of testing and doing my motos at the same time, which wasn't great. Came here this weekend, confident in this new spec. Um, Saturday warm up, it felt really nice, but it's just it was just too soft. You know, it, too, it's almost too comfortable out there. And I knew that um, when the track starts to get a little rough and, you know, I just would struggle. So we went back to my old spec on hard pack, which is like a little bit more stiffer. And uh, I thought I, I, I went through that with time practice and I felt instantly way better. So we just kept with, with the old spec for the rest of the weekend. You think the new spec could be something that works like Finland, Turkey, like down the line with a bit more work? Or do you think it's kind of reconfirmed to you that the old setup you had is actually perfect or close enough? I mean, I think we need to, that new spec is really nice. Um, honestly, like I, I loved riding with it. It's just, uh, we need more time to develop it. Um, we haven't had much time and like you, like I said, I was kind of planning on doing my motos and you kind of, when you want to test something new, you really need to take a day off and really just focus on testing and not just do, not do both in, in one day. So I think in the off season, we'll try work on this new spec uh, if I'm staying in the team and uh, yeah, we'll see. Um, okay, you, you've thrown the interviewer, and the interviewer does not know to, well, does not know what to do in this situation. Um, well, that's one question that I guess I shouldn't ask. Uh, the nations, you're on the team. <laughs> um, you're on the team. So this is exciting, not just because you're on the team, but you are in with Star, and I feel like you might be doing something like Goat Farm, uh, Full Star Bike. Is there something good? Because I feel like this could be, yeah, this could be exciting. No, nothing like that. Honestly, I was I was trying to make a plan to go a little bit earlier and try a ride with the Star Star guys, but they um, there's no bikes available, or you know, I needed to rent a bike from them or something like that. Anyway, we are sending our bikes over, um, like like the normal like the normal like everyone else and I'll be riding my star bike in in Redbud. The interviewer is disappointed. Um, no, but I was just thinking it sucks because I think that AMA Nationals end on the same weekend as this championship, I think. So if it would be sick if the AMA Nationals ended a week after Turkey because you could have gone there, done an AMA National with Star, then spent 3 weeks prepping for the nations, like that would that would that sounds exciting to me. Yeah, that's actually a really good plan, but it's not possible, but no, yeah, it's not possible now. But you know, maybe next year it would be nice to do to do an outdoor outdoor national. Or I know that um, things. I mean, yeah, if I if I do stay with the team, um, and uh, you know, obviously we, we want to we want to continue with Star and things like that. Then in the off season, I said that I want to go and test with them, uh, spend a couple of weeks there, just face to face, and and get the bike exactly how I want. Because at the moment, I'm still not really happy with the bike and. And I'm still struggling in uh, in places where I feel like I can improve. Let's end on this, actually. Last question. Um, the results you're doing now, do you think you would be doing it without the Star engine? With your old engine package before you got Star, do you think this would still have been possible? Or do you think Star has given you that little extra lift uh, to compete with Jeremy, Glenn, Maxime, the, let's face it, the factory Yamaha riders who have a shit ton more support, resources, etc.? It's a good question. Um, I'm not sure. I definitely improve every year. You know, that's that's I've I've uh, I've shown that in the past in in all my other classes that I've raced. Um, the Star engine has definitely helped this year, um, power-wise. It's given me um, better starts. You know, which is something I've been lacking in the past. And I mean, almost had almost had a whole shot in the second motor, which was nice. I definitely would have. 
I don't, I, I, it's a difficult question. I can't really say, you know. Um, yeah, I mean... Those are the best questions. Yeah, it's a difficult question. I, I think it's definitely helped me this year. And it's been... Uh, it's been nice for me to learn with about what I need uh, with the bike. Um, I feel like, you know, I've spent three years now on the Yamaha. Uh, new, next year, there's a new Yamaha coming out, which will also be quite nice. Um, but well, you're, uh, uh, I guess I can't ask you. If you stay here, are you going to get that? Because obviously, there's some KT KTM have got a new bike this year, and there are some teams still running the old bike, uh, satellite teams. So if you stay here, will you get the new bike? Do you know that? I don't know that. I don't know. I so many good questions that even you don't know the answer to. No, I don't know that. <laughs> I mean, let me first sign my deal, and then we can start okay. talking about that. Um, but yeah, it's a good question. I don't know if I'll be doing the results, but definitely I'll be improving. You know, I feel like I'm consistent, consistently a top eight, top seven rider. Um, I've shown that now the last three GPs, last four GPs. So yeah, let's let's try and continue like this and end off the season strong. Uh, last thing, I know I said last thing like five questions ago, but this is good. Um, so the DNF today obviously sucks because you could have been on the podium, blah blah blah. But also you were kind of in the mix for sixth in the championship. Um, you can still finish, well, you can still get it and you can still finish seventh and whatever, but obviously it's harder now. Um, were you watching that? Were you paying close attention to that? Um, yes and no. You know, if you finish seventh or sixth or eighth, it doesn't really make a big difference. Like, you know, it won't really, uh, no one's really going to look that look at that in 10 years and be like, oh, Calvin finished sixth or he finished eighth. It doesn't really matter. But um, definitely, you know, it's, it's something that you always want to want to get better and improve and it's still there i think i'm 28 points away from sixth now um so it's still possible we still have three more gps so yeah kevin hawkmo mxgp of sweden uh, another solid day good gp good speed all positive i guess it sucks a bit to miss the podium you are the king of fourth and fifth at the moment but it's good because you're there every week and the speed is clearly there you just need a bit of luck i guess yeah, I don't know. Uh, the podium was such close, so I'm quite disappointed about that second race. Like, I couldn't make it happen. But, uh, yeah, in general, uh, it's been consistent and uh, we are doing good at the moment. Still, uh, I was struggling a bit on Saturday and we turned it around and I finished third in that first moto. And, yeah, I was actually going towards third, I felt like, in the second moto. And, uh, yeah, I crashed when I tried too much. So. Finished up fifth, uh, towards the end there I was closing uh, again to, to Forge, so uh, speed was good in the end, but uh, just need uh, to be able to keep it on two wheels, uh, even though I'm on the limit. Getting, uh, getting the whole shot in the first moto and leading for a little bit, does that feel like normal to you now? Or do you still freak out a little bit and think like, what the hell am I doing up front? Or do, are you actually quite relaxed with that now and feel like you belong up there? No, it uh, felt really nice actually. I was like, yeah, finally, it's been a long time uh, since I was leading again. So I was just really happy and didn't think too much about it. Of course, when I go over the big table there, uh, I hear the Norwegian, <laughs> Swedish, uh, whatever fans is cheering there. That's really nice. And I got the heart rate up a bit, I must admit. But uh, yeah, already on the first lap, I like tried to calm myself down. and. I didn't think too much about being in the lead. It was more like the cheers uh, on the side because, yeah, I didn't have uh, any GP like that. Uh, that yeah, I knew people were cheering for me that hard uh, and probably everybody around the track, so it was really nice. This is probably the closest you'll maybe ever get to a home GP. So did it feel like you expected it to feel? Like, I guess it's been busy. There's obviously been a lot of people, but did you think it would be crazier or how does that work? 
No, it was about uh, what I thought, like it's three hours from my home and uh, one hour to the border or whatever. So it's more or less a home GP. Also, since I was a small kid, we've always been racing here in Sweden. So it feels like a second home to me, even though Marty Rover uh, probably wouldn't agree like the, the neighbor country as a second home. But yeah, I don't think he agrees with anything. No, <laughs> but for me, it feels like that. Actually, before I forget, you can tell me this because I don't understand at all. Norway is like the most powerful country in motocross at the moment. If you look at all the EMX classes, it's just Norwegians everywhere. Obviously, you're doing well in MX2, Hakan's doing well in MXGP and MX2, whatever he rides. Um, what is going on in Norway? Like, Is there something that you people do that makes good motocross riders now? Uh, I don't know about that, but I think like when you come from Norway, you cannot like live your motocross dream from Norway. You really need to step out in Europe and really go for it. Like when you are born in Netherlands or whatever, you can go stay at home. You can go to the track from there and whatever, go to the races. But being a Norwegian, I'm not going to compare like uh, Australian, like yeah. Jed, because of course I can go home for the weekend, but you really need to sacrifice and like make that step into Europe. You need to move, you need to go on a team in a different country and you really need to go for it. And, and uh, since I was a kid, like uh, Kenneth Gunnarsson, which was my mentor since I was like eight years yeah. old, always been pushing us out in Europe. And yeah, you need to go to the EMX uh, 85s. You need to try to do as many races like to just uh, compete with the European guys because yeah they they are so fast and if you stay at home yeah you aren't getting faster most impressive moment of your weekend for me uh, was when 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 Rowan passed you alongside pit lane in the second moto and then you squared him off coming back onto the start straight it did you didn't even make it stick but still I nodded my head and thought Mark would be happy with that I like the effort I like the technique I like the line yeah I, that impressed me I like that yeah, Mark has been uh, going on about that line onto the start straight. I probably couldn't tell you before the races, but now it's done. So he's been talking about that line uh, all weekend that uh, I should stay inside, inside, yeah. really tight. And uh, yeah, I didn't make it stick. I probably could uh, make a better effort, like into the next corner or whatever, to try to pass him. But yeah, that's how it is. Ah, me and Mark just on the same page with lines. Yeah, aren't you best friends? We are best friends, yeah, that is right. But we, we keep it secret. <laughs> um, last thing, uh, you're going to Redbud, which is going to be good because, as we say, Norway's a good country now, so you're going to have a strong team. Obviously, it's cool to race at Redbud. Um, it'll be great for the vlog. All around, uh, I guess you must be stoked to go there. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, the focus right now is on the series here, and that's the main focus, but... I was really happy that uh, they announced that we go there. We've been uh, talking about it all, all year and it's been going back and forth. So to get that confirmation was really, really nice and uh, big thanks to the Federation and also the team here for supporting us to go. And uh, yeah, I've never been to America, so Red Bull! <laughs>